0: Well, that was crazy. Hello, welcome to Reality Roots Podcast. I'm sorry, just as I was about to hit record, my finger was on the button and then my phone rang. Uh, It was likely spam, but the timing was very strange. Hello, welcome. Sorry about that. Uh, Welcome, Uh, if you're new, if you're coming back, uh, thank you for being here. How is everyone? What is everyone doing in January? It's 2024. I've been busy, busy, busy as usual, but I did find, I might've found kind of a groove to get these out a little bit more like semi-regularly as always. We kind of have to see, but I think I think maybe every other week might be doable. I just have to wait for it. Like, I just, there's some things that have to level out, but I'm kind of hopeful that we could be doing this sort of more often, more regularly. That's always my hope for sure. If I could do it every day, I would absolutely do that. Anyway, this week, in between all my painting and general life, occurrences seem to be coming up more and more more frequently. I don't know about you guys. I guess that's growing up. <laughs> oh no. What a bummer start the episode. <laughs> Sorry. I'm in kind of a funny mood this week. Anyway, the episode that I watched is good. I thought it was interesting. It was like a little time capsule look back uh, into something that really grew <laughs> quite a lot <laughs> in many, many ways. This is an episode of Sally Jesse Raphael, double odds or so. For some reason, oh, it must. I didn't write. Usually, I always write the title at the top in huge letters. And um, this time, I just wrote hmm, double odds question mark. I believe it's called lies, rumors, and ruined lives. Dun, dun, dun. Sally, this is—it's—it's it's not the Sally I'm used to. Usually, I can count on Sally to give me some kind of '90s look or her iconic '90s look. This was weird. <laughs> this was really weird. She had huge glasses. She's kind of known for the big red glasses, but these were they were a different shape. They weren't her kind of cat-eyed shape. They were goggleish. they were <laughs> goggleish. They were big and round. And she was dressed you, again, usually i've been I've been watching Sally for what at least over a year now. And Sally, when I picture Sally, she's got like a little pencil skirt, maybe a blazer. Definitely a few accessories. She's got her short red hair. She's got her, her signature frame of glasses. And some something happened. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't, oh, I don't want to say metaphorically, but it might have been... I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what happened. But now suddenly she's dressed like a grandma going to Target. (laughs) She's got this like giant lavender colored shapeless long sleeve blouse. It's very flowy. She's got these very flowy question mark baggy (laughs) question mark camo. Question mark pants. I think they were camo. I mean, at a certain point, listen, if you're wearing an olive green pant with a dark olive green floral pattern on top of it, are you wearing camo? You might be wearing camo anyway, even if you're not. (laughs) I'm just saying it came off as camo. And these. Ugly, like chunky, low-heeled black sandals, but they didn't—I don't know—they didn't look like they had any part on the back of her foot, so she—they were just clomping along, kind of sandals. And boy, did she make those bad boys clomp! <laughs> like there's a lot of uh, a lot of clomping going on on on, <laughs> on the stage today. Her hair is longer; it's like more of a medium length. It's kind of swoopy, I guess. The glasses, yeah, they're just not. It's just giving her a weird bug-eyed look. It's not. She just mm, (laughs) normally she looks so chic, and I don't know what happened here. If they were going for like, I almost want to say maybe they were like go for an Oprah look. I don't know. I don't know (laughs) what led to this disaster, but it it's like watching (laughs) it's like watching a car wreck of a really expensive car. Sally standing next to this big TV screen. Maybe that's why I didn't kind of write. I don't think they splashed it up on the screen. I think they just put it on the screen next to her. Very tech forward. <laughs> to not just use that shitty like graphics over camera effect. We have a screen on camera with the title. Two screens, lies, rumors, and ruined lives. Sally almost. Everyone loves a good piece of juicy gossip, especially for celebrities. However, loose lips, they used to say, loose lips sink ships. But loose lips can lead to very hurt feelings, bad reputations, and in some cases, ruined lives. I've obsessed over that. Since I first saw this episode, what a real life Ron Burgundy is that. We're talking about gossip, and she goes, "You know what they say, loose lips sink ships." What? That's not a saying. That actually, that actually doesn't apply here. It's not applicable to any of this. Literally. Anything that we're going to talk about, you know, they say loose lips sink ships. <laughs> what in Rome? <laughs> Take a look at this. And then <laughs> Sally throws to a clip show of B-roll with her own voice talking over it. I, she could have just kept talking. They <laughs> could have just played it, but we have screens. We have Sally has so many screens, and she wants to show us all the screens. At the same time somehow. It sounds like the intro that somebody wrote to like a really shitty high school term paper on the topic of, I don't know, internet bullying or bullying. Yeah, about internet bullying. I stand by that. Uh, Chat rooms and entire websites, entire websites, guys, are devoted to hateful Gossip. Wow. Uh, this is, I think this is before Perez. It must be. I'm going to, I mean, who can say for sure, but I, I'm i going to put this right in like 2000, 2001. I could probably look up how long Sally went on here. I'm guessing this was towards the end <laughs> based on her wardrobe. Although at the end, I did notice she did still give a credit for her hosiery. Hosiery? Ho- hosiery. Um, it was like, Sally's hos- hosiery, probably, definitely saying that wrong, was provided by. That, that, that I don't remember who it was. That was interesting. I don't think I saw any hosiery, but okay. So they got the contract, I guess, so that's what it is. Sally keeps wandering around like part of this already right like she was talking to the camera with the screen next to her and then they cut to like b-roll with her talking and now we're back and now she's walking from the part of the stage that she was at before to a different part of the stage she, now she's in a circus I guess it's before we always just had like the one stage I know Ricky had sort of like a side stage that I'd seen. I remember when she had uh, whatever the accounting guy helping the girl out on her weird side stage. I know I get that. This was like, it looked like three stages maybe? Or like, I think three stages total. they're different, yeah, stages. And she just kept wandering between them. And this particularly like, she was there, she cut away to a different, you know, we, were, we weren't we were going to see what she was doing while we watched just the B-roll, and then we cut back to her, and then she started walking. <laughs> she could have really walked while we were watching the thing, but I feel like she really wanted to show us, I don't know, the complexity of, <laughs> of her operation, <laughs> or of her stage. It was really... I haven't seen this before. This is new for me. This is episode 42, and this is the first time I've seen such shenanigans, especially from Sally. Sally, I expected better of you. So we get to our first story, which is Courtney. Now, Courtney is rocking a hard Kate Gosselin haircut, but in like a dark ruddy brown She's got, like, a real part in the middle, hard part right down the middle instead of, like, the kind of Kate Goslin swoop. Uh, She definitely had a frosty lip. It was very frosty, looked frosted, looked like she just came from (laughs) the deep, deep cold of winter. It looks terrible. She used to be, she says, more overweight than she is now. Now, I made a lot of notes. I used to, and sometimes I still do, sometimes I get really into the kind of like chirons that they put at the bottom of the screen. But I, ha- I haven't really done that lately just because they haven't been that interesting. It's been like, Chad thinks his mother talks too much, or like, I don't know, it's like it's just random stuff that's not really, like, it doesn't contribute anything and it's not really funny. Of course, if there's a typo, I would obviously let you guys know. But for the most part, lately, it just hasn't really... Hasn't been good pickings in the Chiron fields lately. But Sally this time gave us, like, a... She did still have those side screens that was like, Courtney, bullied as fuck, or whatever. (laughs) I don't know, whatever. But then she also has these, like, sidebar screens that... Kind of they'll have like a straight shot on the guest that's talking, and then they'll just swoop in this text, I guess, or kind of an or it was like an orange background with some text on it that was doing a similar thing to the Chiron, but I guess it had more space. I don't know why they felt like they needed two versions of this. It was odd it was. That they they were giving me life. They were giving me the life that Chiron's used to give me. So I wrote down a lot of them, and this was the first one. It was Courtney said. A lot of these have the person's name too because the Chiron is like Courtney says she was treated like shit, but on the side screen text we don't have the name at the top. It's just text, so it's we have more of the the names. I don't know. It's in the third person. If that's the right person. I don't know. I'm an engineer. (laughs) Don't ask me. Okay. So our side screen text says, Courtney said she was treated like she was diseased because of website rumors. She tells us that when she was 16 or 17, no one wanted to be her friend because she was bigger. And then finally she got a boyfriend and he knocked her up right away. Like first day, he knocked her up. And then dumped her two days later. I I don't know if it was two days from the knocking up or two days from her telling him, but uh, shortly thereafter. I was going to say he was a shitty guy, but you know what, he was 16, 17, so he probably wasn't ready for it, but whatever. He, I mean, that doesn't excuse him, but... I'm, you know, he's also a child, so I can't really come down too hard on him. She was going to keep the baby because of her religious beliefs, and she hadn't told her parents, but she had told the guy who knocked her up. That makes sense. Sally, (laughs) Sally's shocked. She says, but you told the guy? You know, a lot of guys can be pretty unethical. (laughs) And she says it like... About telling a guy a secret. But I was like, I feel like the fact that he knocked her up and dumped her kind of, we kind of already know that he's probably pretty unethical. <laughs> or like, at least not behaving in a super moral way right now, <laughs> at the very least, at this stage in his life. I guess. I mean, what do you, she's. I, you wanted to not tell him. I that was really weird. I <laughs> Don't know what to do with that. Sally really says a lot of things that I feel like. I feel like maybe she's done this too long at this point, and she's hit her expiration date, and she just stopped maybe paying attention fully, or like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's happened here. So the guy, apparently, I guess he told a girl who told a guy who's Courtney's current boyfriend. Because i i didn't even follow that so i don't expect you to follow that anyway she uh this girl told the guy that courtney's currently dating but it was before they were dating but she was trying to keep him apart away from dating um they get another side screen next to courtney kids from surrounding schools knew about the website and then that goes away once we have for, for, i don't know what it goes up 10 10 seconds new site like more text on they don't even take the screen away it's just more text courtney says everyone still looks at the website including her Hmm. so she got the boyfriend anyway he said even if it wasn't his kid he'd take care of it sally's like i think he's a good guy (laughs) like i mean it is easy to say things not easy but you know (laughs) okay i guess that it's good i guess who knows? Maybe he would have. He, uh, so and Sally's like, so even though, you know, on one hand you have this blabbermouth guy and then there's this good guy, like, again, I'm not sure if the blabbermouth is, like, his worst crime that we know of so far. But sure. Courtney didn't even know about the website until May. That doesn't, I don't know when in the year this is, so that actually doesn't mean anything to me until May. And then someone cruel intentions to her high school with flyers from the site. Guys, it was cruel intention in real life. And that movie had already been out. I guarantee it at this time. So I feel like that was a big day for someone. I'm excited for them. I wonder where, oh, I wonder who that was. Not knowing anything about this high school. I just want to know where that person is today. Where are you? If you're listening, please tell me. I would die. <laughs> I won't die, but holy shit, I just want to know where you are. Are you okay? What was that like? What is your life like now? Were you inspired by cruel intentions? Was it everything you thought it would be? <laughs> oh, big day. Um, so yeah, I like yeah, put all these flyers out with I guess screenshots or I didn't really say it was on the flyers. I, I guess something about Corine. Sally. Is like what? Uh, what did they say about you? Courtney explains that she had taken a pregnancy test and it was negative, but she really felt pregnant, so she took another one and it was positive. So the sign, I guess, or the flyer. I think that there maybe there there must have been more. I feel I can't guarantee it, but I feel like I feel like she said the ones that were mine were saying pregnant or not. Like, she's making it up. She's a liar. She's doing it for attention. And so Courtney went and got a note from her doctor to bring it to school. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's not good. <laughs> like, Did we have to do that? Oh, the doctor must have been like, what the fuck? And another side screen. See, these side screens are just coming fast and furious. Courtney thought the website was a, quote, stupid kid thing. Now, the TV screen behind them, there's a TV screen on this little part of the set, too, uh, shows the, quote, webmaster as, like, a shadowy figure, so (laughs) you can't see his face, just his outline. Sally is like, listen, I think high school sucks for most people. (laughs) Yeah, hot take, Sally. So (laughs) now the screen behind them says, not only is blank pregnant, but get this, we heard blank was the daddy after a one-night stand. XOXO Gossip Girl. No, I didn't say Gossip Girl, but the rest of it, it said it. It's so funny, just like that this was such early stages. This is what I mean in a real time capsule. Like, this This was a new problem at the time. It's just, it's That in 24 years we've made literally not an inch of progress at all. If anything, Miles leaps backwards. (laughs) It's quite disheartening in a way. But it's quaint. It makes it quaint to watch this. And it is nice, I will say, as much as Sally's giving weird grandma maybe into like weird aunt energy, she doesn't slip shame Courtney at all. Like at no point does she talk about the fact that Courtney was having sex like, at this age that she got pregnant, like, none of this, like, she's just like, that's great that you found a guy that's going to take care of the baby, <laughs> right. Uh, or maybe her boomers <laughs> showing, uh, she said that it kept saying, like, the website kept going on, like, every week that she was lying, and then finally her boyfriend wrote an email to the website asking them to take it down, saying that it also hurts him, too, because it's his girlfriend. And then she said, like, two seconds later, he got an email saying they take it down, no problem. The screen behind them, uh, sorry, the screen behind them says... Rumor has it that Blank was caught in the boys' restroom with two other girls having lesbian sex. <laughs> lesbian sex, very funny. Um, Also, why would you go to the boys' restroom to have lesbian sex? I wouldn't. I don't think. I'd probably stick to the girls' bathroom. That's a lot less sus, because then if other people walk in you be like, we're just in the bathroom doing girl stuff. If you're... Have sex in the boys bathroom then they're gonna be like why are you in here if you're all ladies doesn't make any sense think about your rumors better high school bullies people wouldn't talk to Courtney she had no friends she only had her boyfriend she was like really stressed out about the whole thing and she lost the baby and the doctor said that it was a combination of stress and also that she was only 17 years old and her body was not really ready for it so, basically, the bullying made her miscarry, kind of. Sally, now she sends Courtney. This is so weird. It's weird, I think, but it's also, it's, like, none of this matters. Like, it doesn't matter. I mean, it it does to them, but I just, I don't mean it. I don't mean that the bullying doesn't matter. What I mean is this stupid, like, keeping the webmaster in the shadows, and then now we're going to send Courtney to a soundproof area. And in ten minutes? Five minutes, they're going to meet face-to-face. I mean, who cares? Like, we could have just had them on stage. Now it wouldn't have made any difference at all. Or, like, okay. And now she's, well, she talks to the webmaster through the screen as a shadowy figure. Why? Who cares? Sally doesn't know who he is. Courtney's already gone. You could just bring him out on stage, and everybody could see him, and you could just have a normal conversation, like a normal person. There's... Literally no purpose to this. It's the link fading. So through the stupid screen, she talks to the webmaster uh and asks him why why did you start the web why, the website? He says, well, for a lot of reasons. One was to stop rumors from getting, quote, bigger than they actually were. I wanted to stop rumors at stage one. Sally's like, what are you talking about? People are calling a girl who's really pregnant a liar and it's left on there for a year? That's how you stop rumors? (laughs) And he's like, she could have just easily just told us and we would have just taken it off right away. When her boyfriend emailed us, he and Sally's like, okay, but it had already been up for a year already by then you say, yeah, they should have emailed us much sooner. Our email has always been up there. And even that, it was like, oh, sweet, sweet, innocent pre fishing internet. <laughs> don't put your email on your website. You will get hacked. Definitely <laughs> don't do that. Hot tip. The quote-unquote webmaster confirms it's still running now because it's protected by freedom of speech. Sally's like, do you care who you're hurt? And he's like, I do care. And, he sh- and Sally's like, you didn't just hear Courtney say that she was hurt. And he's like, I did hear. But the thing is, I'm not responsible for the gossip that's put on there. And Sally's like, you're the web master. So you're responsible for everything that goes up there. Whew. Wow, wow, wow. Tell Mark Zuckerberg. The webmaster says, everything that goes up is filtered through me, but I'm just the messenger. And Sally's like, okay, well, just everyone in the audience, I guess, can make their own decision. Next up, Courtney's going to confront the mysterious webmaster. It's only mysterious because you're making it mysterious, Sally. Uh, We got like an up next. And it's the webmaster out on stage, but they cover his face with a big blur and a question mark. Again, nobody fucking cares, but okay. Uh, This cyber menace ruins lives, is the Chiron under the question mark thumbprint face cyber menace webmaster. So when we get back, (laughs) Sally says, Rumors, gossip, and lies, and how they can often ruin lives. Now, let's meet this guy who's breeding this hateful bed of gossip, revealing his identity for the first time. His name is Danny. Let's bring out Danny for the first time. Okay, <laughs> Danny? I don't care. Danny has a square head, square hair, square chin. Kind of like a square goatee, no other facial hair or mustache on it, square body. It's got a dark blue button-up work shirt with a patch on each pack. One has a Playboy logo and says Mansion Maintenance um, Management, something mint. Couldn't quite make it out. And then the other one says Pool Boy. That made me wonder, do they hire hot? Not hot pool boys at the Playboy Mansion. I, because they don't, I don't know what, what do they want? What do they want out of the pool boys at the Playboy Mansion? Do they want them to be involved? Or do they want them to not be involved? Or like, (laughs) do they want them to be seen and not heard? Or like, I don't know what, I don't know. Is it like... I don't know. I don't know. I want to know. Who's doing the hiring? What is their intention? I feel like it's probably not dearney. Sally points out that his appearance means nothing to her because she doesn't go to their high school. <laughs> yeah, good point, Sally. Will the kids be surprised? A lot of them will, they say. Sally asks, why did you keep it quiet? He didn't want to be bullied. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Weird. It's weird. He didn't want to be you didn't want to be bullied. You didn't want to be bullied. It's very funny. He said that the school harassed him and said they were gonna prosecute him to the fullest extent of the law. So none extent, I guess. Side screen. Now we get a new side screen. Danny says he Danny says he stopped fights in school by putting gossip on his website. Okay, Jan. Sally asks why he's here today with her, uh, who she feels did something very damaging to Courtney. Or, sorry, wait, that was so confusing. Why, Sally, you're confusing me. Why are you here today with me who feels that you did something very damaging to Courtney? What a weird sentence. Who says that? Danny knew everyone was shunning her, but he doesn't feel guilty at all. Don't worry, guys. Because he didn't write anything on there. He just posted it. Well, it was posted by other individuals, so not even him. Uh, side so scream. The website was supposed to be a prank. Danny thought it was creative. It was by definition creative. He did create a website that didn't exist before. So it was kind of a creative endeavor in that way. Socially destructive. But it did create a thing. Sally really makes him double down and points out all of the bullying... And she points out the miscarriage that Courtney had. And Danny's cool with it. He's like, no, I'm fine. I'm not nervous about meeting Courtney at all. And Sally's like, all right, let's bring Courtney out. And out comes Courtney again. Oh, my God, Courtney had a suspicion it was him. Probably because she recognized his shadowy outline earlier. Uh, the whole And also the whole school had a suspicion it was him. And also it sounds like the school knew that it was him because they called him and threatened him and so they were going to prosecute him to the fullest extent of the law. So why would they do that if they didn't also think it was him? I feel like this was not a well-kept secret as much as Sally really tried her best to keep it, keep it tight. Sally wants to know what's going through Courtney's mind now that she's seeing him. Courtney's mad. She's like... She seems to be kind of more personally. She's like, I've been cool with you for like a long time. And you're going you're gonna to go do that to me, dude? I don't care. Whatever. That's so messed up. And she's talking about that they were kind of friends and she was best friends with his girlfriend. So it kind of sounds like they hung out. And like she says that he shouldn't have put it on there. Danny presses Danny with like debate strategy 101. Very subtle. Knowing that what you did was immoral, do you care whether you're moral or not? <laughs> like, okay. It was a real prosecutor move there from Sally. Uh, Danny says that he doesn't think that what he did was immoral. He doesn't fall for her tarp, as it were. Courtney says that most of the people he talked about on the website were cheerleaders and jocks. And she says it was because those people bullied him, and that's why he did it. which is probably true. Danny says it's whatever the emails that come in, that's what get posted. Sally tells him that Courtney would like to punch him out, and she supports Courtney in doing this. Great. Great. Sally tells us something she's like, let me tell you something very strongly about Courtney. And Sally starts saying that he's written a number of things. And Danny makes the distinction that he posted it. He didn't write it. And Sally's like, okay, you posted a number of things that were very hurtful. We called all of the people and all were too afraid to appear on our show except for Courtney. So Courtney is the only one in your entire school with any guts. I thought it was kind of rude of her to use the word guts. Maybe that's just me. Sally wants them to talk back on stage. No, she wants them to talk. I was like, I think they're on stage. Sorry, she's got so many stages. I don't know where we are. Sally wants them to talk backstage. Asks Danny if he's going to continue with the website. Danny says he will continue for as long as it takes. To do what? Like, what? As long as it takes. As long as what takes I didn't understand that at all. I am so sorry and as usual I'm sorry for being sorry. I feel like I have a frog in my throat. I don't know what that's about, but I have found some expired hauls and I fashioned myself some chew out of it, so hopefully we'll be okay. And yeah, sorry, I hope I'm not getting sick. Now I'll name <clears throat> worried. I'm sure it'll be fine. All right. So. Sally is like, well, I think you have a real problem with something, a little something called morality. I really honestly do. I don't know how your parents fucked you up so bad. She didn't say (laughs) that. I paraphrased a little bit. And Danny's like, freedom of speech is, and Courtney's like, freedom of speech, my ass. (laughs) like again this debate continues on so i guess you do have the right to be a dick but it's still being a dick sally kind of tries to dig into literally actually literally that point she says like you can yell fire in a crowded theater that's your freedom of speech to do it but it's still immoral like it still makes you're still an asshole and she blames Danny's parents for his failure to understand that. And then she just pivots away from that right away. It doesn't really give him an opportunity to, like, uh, rebut that. Straight to camera. Imagine people saying you were fat, that you were trailer trash. Imagine someone putting down your race or religion. Imagine. We're We're going to find out how two young ladies survived the wrath of rumors on the web. If they did survive. Or are they running away? I don't know. That last line meant nothing. What is that? Or are they running away? They're on your show. Running away. From the bullying, do you mean? What what do you want them uh, to do? Fight back? That's. Uh, questionable. Okay. Maybe. I don't don't know. Sorry, it just really looked like tagged on there. Or did they run away? I mean, they're here. Commercial. We get these reaction room things after, I don't know, the people come out. Oh, I'm getting sick for sure. Reaction room with Courtney and Danny. Danny's sticking to his freedom of speech, bit. Courtney's like, that sucks. Later. Little lies loom large, which was great alliteration. (laughs) So, So I just had to make a note of it. Sally says, it's hard being a teenager, especially if your fellow students were burning up the web, writing nasty rumors about you. Now, with Courtney, most of it was a lie, but there was a kernel of truth. She was pregnant, but in this case, completely untrue. Meredith and Jennifer. First, Jennifer. They both kind of look similar, I guess. They, she's got pale skin, and she has like a dark, dark hair. It's like black hair. Aggressively straight middle part. Uh, like a three-quarter... I don't know, it was very of the time. Three-quarter sleeve, kind of a red wine-colored button-up. like it was from The Gap, probably. There is a screen behind her that says... <laughs> this was kind of rude, I thought. That screen kind of that hangs behind where Sally talks to some of the people um it said in all capital letters people hate you because you're fat (laughs) that's fucking rude at some point uh she heard about this message board and then she found it there was a post that described her it called her poor white trash it said she dresses badly she's ugly and fat and that's why she doesn't have any friends is what they said Side screen. People always ask Jennifer if she was goth because of her hair and skin. <laughs> okay. Sally says, There's something wrong with the United States of America if being poor is a sin. It was founded by a whole bunch of poor people. And I was like, Wasn't one? Was it that or was it for the slave owners? I don't think they were actually. I think a lot of them had money. Some of them were poor. Some of them were slaves, but. Uh, I mean not all like there were poor people there were slaves I'm sure there were like some kind of middle middle class kind of situation but uh, there were definitely people that had money I think as well (laughs) opportunists and things of that nature Sally is like what did this do to you Jennifer Jennifer says Well, like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. She just, she kind of started thinking it was true. She was like, yeah, maybe I am shitty, and, like, maybe I am fat, and that's probably why I don't have friends. Uh, Meredith looks the same as Jennifer, except for Meredith has bangs. Bam. Sally can't see anything wrong with the way Meredith dresses either, because she's dressed the same as Jennifer. Probably. (laughs) What is everyone's problem? Uh, Meredith says that people were saying she worshipped the devil, and then Sally says, you were a Satan worshiper? And Meredith is like, fuck, no. And Sally's like, no, no, I mean, they said you were a Satan worshiper? And she's like, oh, yeah. And then Sally's like, why? And she's like, because I had black hair. And there was a rumor that, like, I sacrificed animals. And Sally's like, you sacrificed animals? And I was like, Sally, we just did that. No, Sally, but this time Meredith, like, nods. I think she just didn't want to do the same confusion twice. And she was like, um, she knows that Sally knows, I guess, that she didn't actually sacrifice animals. Um, she just, yeah, she nods. She's like, mm-hmm. Uh, this it made Meredith upset that people thought that she killed animals. Fair. Uh, side screen. Meredith could always hear people whispering about her. Meredith says that she, this was actually sad, she was in the calf and she would hear other students like daring each other to go talk to her, like say with her, that's sad, that is mean bullying, I don't like that. Side screen, Meredith said no one wanted to be seen with her because of the website. Now we're going to meet the assholes responsible for this site, Ty and Zach, they come out from backstage. Zach looks. It's funny that it's funny that the accusation made against these girls is that they're goth. First of all, that's a stupid. That's so funny to be like an accusation. Like imagine today being like, I heard that they were a hipster. (laughs) Okay, like that's not really. It doesn't really have the same punch, I guess, as far as aesthetics go. But it's just an aesthetic, I would say for the most part, goth isn't really It's a weird word to make up against someone. I feel like if somebody was like, I heard you were goth, I'd be like, oh, that's not, that's incorrect. Sorry, but I wouldn't be mad, I wouldn't be like, no, I'd be like, oh, that's just not true. I don't know, like, I don't know, it's not like a burn. Anyway, as much as he is throwing that accusation, well, he's not throwing that accusation, but as much as he is providing the platform from which people are throwing that accusation at these girls, he himself looks like a gas station vampire, if I've ever seen one. He has basically my same nose, is <laughs> kind of a Snape nose, it was a real hook nose. Um, but he's got this skinny, like hollowish cheeks, pale, he's got this long hair pulled back in a low pony. He's got a black button-up shirt. He looked kind of goth, if I was going to call anyone goth. Ty looks like a pre-dad. He looks very different. It doesn't really look like Zach and Ty would be friends. Not post-high school, for sure. Ty looks like, yeah, he's got this pre-dad vibe. He looks like he's going to sell me a phone, maybe, or like a phone case. He's stocky. He's got kind of a dark purple collared shirt. Uh some kind of logo on the breast. I swear it's like a cell phone company. I swear he's selling phones. I don't know. He just looked very responsible <laughs> kind of a too slick kind of way. And he had a choker type necklace that was way too tight, which is a weird choice. They've like the two sets of people I've never met before, except for by email. They say Sally asks if they feel bad. Ty says he doesn't feel bad at all because what they do is simply to provide a platform for other people to post on for freedom of speech purposes. And if someone takes advantage of the system, that sucks. Well, what can you do? What do you do? Sally so says it's still up to them. There's no law that says like, oh, you gotta, you got to post that. Zach says, well, our website is a little different. <laughs> God bless their early, early, internet hard. Our website is a little different. The people posting just go on and post it themselves. And Sally's like, but you don't have to post it. And he's like, no, 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 no. It just goes on immediately when they write it. <laughs> it's like he's trying to explain, like, Sally thinks there's some kind of gatekeeping aspect to being a webmaster. <laughs> They're like, no, no. It just gets published. Like, people hit enter and it's up. Like, that's it. Ty explains this again to Sally, basically. He's like, no, it's, like, actually, or, like, a real-time message board. So they hit enter, and then it's there. But at the same time, I was like... Like, it's funny that he's explaining this to Sally, and Sally's not really understanding it. But also, it's funny to me to, like... They're like, he hits enter, and I was like, LOL, hits enter. And, like, <laughs> he sent a message hitting enter anymore. In 2024, I asked <laughs> enter. Sally continues to grill them. She really goes in hard. She does she doesn't always make sense, but she does apply a lot of pressure, I guess. She says Um Like she's like, Well you could take it down as soon as soon as you see that it's like shitty or hurtful or not true, you could just take it down. Um but they don't take things down, so okay. Meredith says that they should pay more attention and not let stuff like this on there because it ruins people's lives and it ruined her high school life and she didn't deserve that. That's true. A lot of, uh, as Sally said, a lot of people have shitty high schoolers. I don't think it has helped, but, like, it sucks for a lot of people. Think of Carrie. Didn't even have the internet back then, so not a new problem necessarily. Ty says that wasn't the point of the site. It was so that they could get together online and have fun and have more of a sense of community and, like, talk about homework. People just take advantage. What can you do? And then what can you do? And Sally's, like, call it. This was actually, of all the points, I thought this was kind of, like, it was understated, but that was kind of what I appreciated about it was Sally's, like, calling someone a Satan worshiper in Dallas. That's fun. And I was like, Oh, okay. West Memphis three. Like, yeah, it's not cool to do. That's a good point in Dallas. Maybe that is kind of a, like, well, I said that about goth, goth and Satan worshiper, I guess are different things, but like, um, yeah, being goth in Dallas was different. I don't live in Dallas. That's fair. Ty says, no, that's not fun, and Zach's like, well, they like we do what we can, and Sally's like, what about Jennifer? And they don't remember Jennifer, but they say that people do email them at certain points in time. So, that makes it better? What people do email us at certain points in time. <laughs> okay. Every email is received at a certain point in time. Sally misunderstands again what a message board is and says like she understands if people are emailing them about trick homework, but it's not cool if they're emailing to save them and spend. stupid. And Ty says again that they want to provide freedom of speech, but they will take the stuff like off the website sometimes. And Sally, Sally thinks that people have a misguided understanding of freedom of speech. And as much as this wasn't the best, example <laughs> maybe this show overall of me being on her side i am i i do agree with her i do agree with her i i really do i just wish i wish we met i wish we would have made a stronger case <laughs> just in terms of this episode Jennifer confronts them, I, I guess. I mean, we've been confronting them. She confronts them. She says she's been ashamed of herself because she thought that she was fat and people didn't like her. And then the screen behind her changes back because it keeps flipping to the, like, rumors, lies, and gossip or whatever the title was. Um, But now, as she says that, it flips back to people hate you because you're fat. <laughs> Again, kind of rude. Tyler says, I don't know what to say, all I can say is that we provide a tool over the internet for people to go post all kinds of different things, and we try to do our best to, like, monitor it, and they're like, well, you're not doing a good job then, like, if people are getting hurt and their lives are getting ruined, not good enough, Sally compares her show Like, she compares her show to this. Like, it's just not the same platform. It's just not the same. But she tries really hard, and she's like, well, like, suppose I use my show in this way. That would be my right, according to you, but would it be the right thing to do? Like, if I just let people on here and said, oh, if you want to say something shitty about someone, just go for it. And Zach's like, well, that's not exactly the same. It's more like putting up a big chalkboard in Dallas and saying here you go, and everybody, write whatever you want. But Sally pushes forward and says that she could put people on her show just if they have something shitty to say about someone else, like just as a chalkboard, I guess. And now we're getting into these murky, murky waters that we'll continue into 2024 about, like, the moral obligations and responsibilities that come with A, having a platform, B, running an online platform, it's, um, the conversation has evolved. Hasn't, I don't know. I mean, it's still happening, I guess. I I don't know. I don't want to get like too political. I guess. I mean, I guess. I, (laughs) I guess. I do think that, I do think fundamentally that like, social media platforms should have some responsibility for what they're po- like, what they're posting and what they're being allowed to post. That's my opinion. I understand that's not a universal opinion, but we can just agree to disagree. Don't tell me <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Um, anyway, it's just, I don't know. Sally really like takes this hard line where I don't know, even me saying my opinion and I agree with Sally. I don't, I'm not ready to like, <laughs> quite I don't know she really seems like she feels like she's right so I don't know good for her I guess for her conviction Sally says she takes ownership of her show, so she doesn't have this problem and I was like right because it's not an open forum like what the difference between a message board and the Sally Jesse Raphael show is that you have some accountability for the Sally Jesse Raphael show open forums are like open forums. That's like that's just a different media for expressing your opinion. Um, but she just shuts down the rebuttals again. She's just really good at that. She's like, "Well, I don't have this problem because I take responsibility for my show." Commercial. I was <laughs> like, "That's convenient. It's it's easy to do that when it's your show and not an open forum to just end the conversation where you want it to end we get more of the reaction room jennifer doesn't think that zach or ty were sorry at all ty apologizes then says but i can't stop people from putting stuff on the website if i could i would (laughs) i was like you could but he seems to think that too that he's like somebody he's if i could i would but I think that would be imposing on our rights for freedom of speech. <laughs> Good save, Ty. When we come back, we're on a new stage, <laughs> same set. They've they've kind of blocked this one off with sort of a soft curtain, like kind of a gr- I think it's a gray curtain, but they've got lighting on it, sort of make it pink and purple in spots it's kind of pretty, it just, I don't know if we needed it, really. Amber's here with her mom, Amber's in a really awkward stage, I really feel bad for her, I, I'm very confident that Amber is grade seven to grade nine, I probably, I really want to say grade eight, (laughs) she looked like she was in grade eight, she was really bad, but like, it just, I mean that in the way that, 99.9% ninety nine point nine percent of all people look really bad in grade eight. It's not her. It's not her. It was all it's all of us. It's just being that age. and it's like everything's wrong. Like her features are too big. and it's just not settled. It's not defined enough yet. She's trying things with her hair. It looks really bad. It's like really curly and like tight, curly, short hair. And it's like been scraped back in one of those like really teethy headbands that I can, it just looks painful. And she's got like a, I don't even think it's a frosty lip or like a frosted lip. I think it's like a frosted lip gloss. Like, there's no color under it or, like, no, I don't know. It's like, ugh, it doesn't look good. Uh, she's got, like, a pink shirt with cap sleeves. I feel like cap sleeves were something I really tried in grade 8. The thing is is that after, as soon as your body, like, I don't know. I think it's is it when you grow boobs. Like, it might be the moment, that like, you get boobs and your, your upper chest like it gets bigger and it kind of like you're even grown all women I think like it just it that whole area of your body sort of gets bigger like I know when I start to put on weight one of the first things I can notice is my arms like mm-hmm. get bigger or if I lose weight they get smaller but like it's just in that area and then the cat so when you're a kid you wear these little cap sleeves and your little stick arms like stick out of them and you're like oh it's so cute little cap sleeves and then as soon as you kind of hit that stage of puberty where it's just you have like more fat or like just more meat in that area all of a sudden your arms fill up the whole cap sleeve (laughs) and that's not cute and it's not it's amber it's not you it's cap sleeves they're not for women older than eight eight hard cut off at eight you can't do cap sleeves after that and i'm sorry if you're listening to this and you have a cap sleeve i am sorry to tell you or i, I hope that you really really have really nice arms maybe some people have nice arms um it's i just find it's tough for i think most women i don't know just the way that I built and the women that I know are built, I guess. Anyway, if you love a cap sleeve, you rock a cap sleeve. Good for you. She's also got this jean skirt on, but like the really, like the, it's got a seam up the front middle of it. It was an awkward length. It was an appropriate, I guess it was an appropriate length, but it, like, it wasn't a mini skirt. But it was. It was a grade eight length skirt. She had braces. It just was, it just wasn't, I don't think it was Amber's most beautiful look. That's all. I bet she's right now. And Sally's like, Amber, what are they saying? And Amber, I don't know if she cries. It almost kind of sounds like she almost cries, but then it doesn't look like she cries at all. I don't know. But then her mom talks over her. I mean, she wasn't saying anything, but she talked for her, I guess. She's like, well, they say she's a lesbian. They call her, I don't want to say it, but they, it's the D word. They call her the D word. They say she's ugly. Sally is quietly repeating the insults as she goes. The mo- the mom's like, like, so when she's like, they say she's a lesbian, and Sally's like, lesbian. <laughs> she's like, they call her a D word, and she's like, D word. I want to be clear, it's like a, like, the G word for lesbian, that's what they're calling her. I don't like that word. I think that, I don't know, is derogatory. I guess I use other words that are probably derogatory, but I don't know. I don't like that one, so I'm not going to say it. Anyway, they say she's ugly, and Sally's like, ugly? <laughs> okay. we I mean, don't know if we need this echo chamber of insults. The mom says that Aira has ADHD, so... There's a bit of a problem and then they see that and sally's like i know what it's like when you learn differently and if the school doesn't understand that then that's the school's problem (laughs) i was like well that kind of makes it fucking her problem sally because guess what she's a student of that school so that, that that wasn't really helpful but thank you Sally, I can feel myself getting sick as I'm going. This is sucks. Oh, no. I'm glad I'm getting sick as I'm doing it, I guess, and not before. Because then I'd be not motivated. I'd be apologizing the whole time. Oh, my gosh. Pray for me, y'all. Sally, next makes it clear that she doesn't... Like, she's like, well, first of all... Or I guess the first... Of, I don't know. I think the first of all was the her school... Needs to understand about learning disabilities, and then this like I guess the secondly of all is that she's like you don't even have a sexuality yet probably, and like you probably don't even think about that or know about that yet. She did look old enough, like I don't want to be weird, but like I, um, yeah, she probably if she hasn't, she's probably soon I would think like again grade eight, I yeah I think anyway. She might have an inkling. I'm not saying every... Okay, obviously, I've said the opposite of that a million times. I'm not saying she has her whole sexuality figured out, but I'm saying she probably thinks about boys and or girls at this point, and she... I mean, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. We've just been talking for so many episodes about when people kind of figure that out, but I... I don't know. Anyway... I'm just saying she doesn't look, she's not six or something where she's like never ever thought about it. But anyway, also a great point, Sally says. And also if you are gay, that's also nothing to be ashamed about. Okay, that's a great point. Sally, thank you. Amber's mom has like a khaki colored dress over a white turtleneck t-shirt. And the mom's like, and they say she's ugly. And Sally is shocked, like, fall off her chair. She's like, what the fuck do the other girls look like? She is one of the prettiest girls to ever have been on our stage. And I was like, Sally, don't be a fucking ass. Like, obviously, that's not true. That's, I can see what you're doing. Like, that's nice of you, in theory. But she looks like Matthew Perry, dressed as a 14-year-old girl. She's not. No, I'm sorry. I personally have seen prettier girls walk across the Sally stage. Sally's going to talk to Jeff, who bullies Amber. But first she asks Amber what he says about her. And Amber gets, like, really animated all of a sudden. She's like, um, he mostly calls me a D-word and says I'm stupid. And now Sally... Sally... Sally demonstrates a fun activity that her mom used to make her do because she herself was deeply unpopular in school. She had to walk around with a book on her head. She she says she also had terrible posture as well, repeating, I am beautiful, I am loved. Now, Sally's demonstration of this, I don't know why... She's telling us this, if this is a suggestion, if it's a suggestion, she needs to work on herself because it doesn't look fun at all. She clomps around the stage in her clompy, chonky, no back sandals. Her shoulders look like a hunchback. Like she couldn't have worse fucking posture. And she's like, just like, I am beautiful. I am loved. I am beautiful. I am loved. I am beautiful. I am loved. Like, she doesn't... Like, it doesn't reflect the meaning of the affirmation in any way whatsoever. It's, like, the weirdest tone of voice. It's just... Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> it says if she would have done it well, how often were you practicing? You didn't do a good enough job practicing, Sally. That was just shit job. If I, If I was forcing my kid to do that as a punishment and I saw them do it with the enthusiasm and um I want to say aplomb I don't know if that's really the word I want but if that was the effort I saw my kid giving I would make her do it again (laughs) that was bullshit Sally like clomps her way all the way over to Jeff and his mom Jeff's mom looked younger I could see I could see what was happening here she starts Sally starts by saying, it must be just as stressful for Jeff's mom. Jeff's mom is, she's very pretty, but she looks very tired. <laughs> she looks like she might be spending too many nights at the casino. Or, like, maybe she, she's a bartender and she's working nights or something. She looks pretty, but she looks tired. She's got, like, a red T-shirt and mom jeans on and cads. She definitely looks younger than Amber's mom, but also more tired. <laughs> Jeff looks like the coolest boy in grade eight in the year 2000, 2001. That was the year I was in grade eight. So I know, <laughs> like I, I saw this guy and how he was dressed and I was like, oh yeah, you're, you're the most popular boy in any grade eight class of all the grade eight classes when I was a grade eight, I, I can see it. He had like a he had like a motocross kind of shirt on. It wasn't. I didn't see the word fox. Actually, it had a bunch of logos on it. It might have been like a I don't know, like a real one or something, but it had like WD40 on it. Like it had sponsorship one, <laughs> like a for a real one. <laughs> and I don't know. His hair was just kind of like I don't know. It was just short. It kind of looked like my ex's hair. It was just like a, I don't know, it was kind of blondish, I guess. And it was just like a mm, army cut, <laughs> I guess, buzz cut. Um, he has great skin. I, <laughs> if I could take his skin, <laughs> I would. His skin was great. He looks like he's probably a dickhead kid in grade eight, but like he's objectively cute for his age. Uh, he could grow up to be super handsome, face wise, or not. I don't know. He kind of reminded me a bit of like a boy. Well, he wasn't like the popular boy in my kid though, or in my class. He had the same aesthetic as one boy in particular in my class, who grew up to have a kid who named Oakley. They named their kid Oakley. I shouldn't say that. I feel like someone's going to be really mad at me if they hear that, but. Just be cool, okay, if you're listening and you know what I'm talking about, just be cool, okay? Just be cool. So Jeff says that the most that most people at school don't like her, and they accuse her for being a lesbian, a D word, bisexual bisexual like most of those weren't again most of those weren't even slurs one of them was a big one but two of the three weren't even they were just the names of the things Sally asks him if he himself started any of these rumors and he says yes some of them well there were only fucking three and two of them were the same so that, that says a lot Jeff that says a lot sally's looking over the top of her glasses at him and she's in like full guidance counselor mode <laughs> she's like looking down like yeah she's got face down looking out over the tops of her glasses and she's like did you think about how it might hurt her and nah, nah, then nah, 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 nah. it made me think of um summer boys which is a very uh, i love uh, i love chris lily Uh, in summer boys and there's this guy in the counselor and he's talking about how like Jonah made the contract and this behavior contract and now Jonah's like I heard this fucking speech when I was in school not for myself but for other kids where it was like they have a contract now about how they're going to behave and they wrote it so they're going to stick to it because they're the ones that came up with it themselves and then as the guidance in, in um, Summer Hates High, the guidance counselor is explaining it, this kid comes up, like the kid that's writing the contract, comes up behind him and he's like, how do you spell? Fuck him up. <laughs> anyway, that's what it made me think of. She's just like, do you think about how your actions might have repercussions and affect other people? It's not untrue. It's just like nobody in is going to listen to that uh also jeff has an earring i think i just noticed that at this point and it was sparkly it looked sparkly he says that amber can't have friends because she tries too hard uh we get a side screen that says jeff this seems different jeff has been suspended from school numerous times from fighting or for fighting hey sally that is a different problem (laughs) that's a different issue Unless it's, like, the fighting is the bullying. That's different than this, I think. Sally says, so what we want to... Okay, so what I'm hearing you say is that we want to tell Amber not to try so hard and just to be herself. Okay. And then she tries to get him to commit to being her Friend Amber's friend and she's like oh, no like he's kinda, I don't even think he's just like oh, oh. I don't think he agrees. And Cindy like just keeps saying it's like hard to get kids to be nice these days. And Sally I guess she's like yeah you're right there's TV violence just very quickly in passing blames TV violence and then she pivots quickly to asking Jeff to go over and talk to Amber and to apologize. And she's like will you and he like. Or do you, you want to go over and apologize? And he's like, not really. She's like, would you be afraid? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. You. That's no. Or would you be afraid? He's not afraid. Afraid for his reputation, maybe. Cindy asks politely. She was like, will you please go apologize to her? And he agrees. And I was like, what? I wonder what she has on him. Because it seems like he's a dick who's just going to do what he wants. And all of a sudden he's like, okay, mom. Or she just asked one time, please, nicely. And he's like, yeah, okay, I will say sorry. I was like, hmm. That seemed too easy. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe if she was like, I'm going to beat your ass if you don't, like, do what I say. You should not make me look like a piece of shit mom when we're on stage. I don't know. But, like. Another person I'd be interested to see where they are now. Not interested enough to look, but interested to ask the question. That's just as good. We get um, get a camera shot of Amber. Jeff is walking over to apologize. Or he is going to apologize. He said he'd apologize. He looks like he wants to cry, but he said he would apologize. We got this, like, camera shot of Amber with her head tilted down and her eyes looking up at the camera menacingly towards Jeff through the weird gray sheer curtain on the stage. I don't know why they did it. It's like they want to make her not weird. (laughs) They did that. It was such a weird choice. Sally's like, Amber, honey, would you come here? And Amber shakes her head. She's like, no, bitch. Sally's like, oh, Amber, he would like to apologize do you think he'd be afraid if he did that? And I was like, what? Do you think he'd be afraid if he did that? Who cares? Why? Like, what was that? Amber says, no, but at this point, he can go fuck himself. I don't want his apology. I wouldn't even fucking accept it anyway. (laughs) Paraphrasing. Side screen says, Amber says Jeff is one of the popular kids. Yeah, I know. Again, I saw him. I didn't need a side screen to tell me that. You could have just put a picture on the side screen of Jeff. I would have figured that out from 24 years in the future. It is obvious that he was the cool kid. Also, it's obvious he's kind of a dick. Sally says, well, okay, I just said before I wouldn't call children dicks. I think he was kind of being a dick. Now, what are we going to do? This, oh, my God. Sally comes in hot Now, what are we going to do if the Palestinians and the Israelis stay here and here and nobody comes together? Or Northern Ireland and Southern Ireland? Are we going to have these wars all over the world? Wars like we're seeing? Conflicts like we're seeing? Start with an Amber and a Jeff. (laughs) It's like, okay, are we at the fucking United Nations? Like, what (laughs) was that? First of all, second of all, again... Talk about fucking conversations that we're still fucking having 24 years later. It's bananas. It's bananas how you can take a time capsule out and be like, oh, we look at that. It's the thing that I still have now. How fun. And have had this whole time. Great. Great. Okay. Well, we're not getting into fucking world politics, so... Okay, so Sally says, come with me. We're going to walk halfway. Amber's mom is, like, encouraging her. She's like, come on, Amber. This is what it was all about. And Sally promises Jeff won't hurt her on Sally's watch, which extends for the next five minutes, maybe. Amber agrees and goes to the middle stage area. Sally goes and gets Jeff and brings him halfway. Sally says, now all you have to do is, this is to Jeff by the way. Now all you have to do is say what's in your heart to Amber, go. Jeff says, sorry. Sally says, that's good, that's good. Amber, do you say thank you for saying sorry? (laughs) Amber says, thank you. Sally says, okay, so we had a meeting. Thank you. That was very big. You, to Jeff, (laughs) are doing better than the Palestinians and the Israelis. And you, to Amber, are doing better than Northern and Southern Ireland. Now go to your mutual corners. Mutual corners. I don't make respective corners. Mutual corners. As they walk away, Sally's like, oh, like, she just did something. <laughs> like, she's really, she really makes out, like, she really fucking, she dug deep and solved a problem, guys. She has, she is like the Michael Scott of mediation right now. <laughs> Good job, Sally. She's like, oh, oh. Phew. Oh, well, maybe we should get the Palestinians and the Israelis and the Northern and the Irish. And she looks up like with one eye up, like kind of one eyebrow up. I think it's just like a real ham moment. It's like, okay, Sally, that's different, actually. Up next, is it possible to fight back against a tide of terrible lies? Yeah, it is. Stay tuned. Doo doo do, doo do, doo <laughs> okay. doo doo You didn't bury the lead, I guess, Sally, you forgot. <laughs> is it possible to fight back? Yeah, it is. Stay tuned. What why? You just told me. Reaction room. I thought this was very honest. Amber's mom doesn't think Jeff was sincere with his apology at all, and is very concerned for the retaliation and or escalation of the bullying when they get home. I think that is absolutely 100% valid. Sally's screen on screen. We have up here, we just got screens on screens on screens. Next up, Allison and her mother, Catherine. Allison had a real frosty nude lip. Makes her kind of look like she has a mustache. I don't think she would have if she was wearing literally any lipstick, but that lipstick really gave the impression that she had a mustache. Allison tells her story. There was, like, a website, and her and her friend looked it up, and they were both up there for different things. Allison was up there for being voted ugliest girl in class. And Sally's like, she's shocked. The ugliest girl in class. What the heck do the other girls in class look like? i was like, okay, calm down, Sally. I already explained about the lip situation. And her face, again, I think she needs to grow into it. It's very broad. I think she will grow into it, but, like, she's not Brooke Shields. Like, she does not – she's not there yet. Calm down. We can be nice without being ridiculous. Allison, like, laugh cries, but it didn't stop there. Back at school, she was hoping – she was like, oh, I guess she went back to school. She was like, okay, maybe not everybody saw it. And then, like, a few months later, she got sick. And then, while she was sick, she found out that she was on another website for Ugliest Girl again. But this is bigger because it had all the surrounding schools involved, not just hers. Also, at least a couple kids also attempted death by suicide over it because the site particularly, the second one was particularly malicious. So Allison doesn't want to go back to school after this. She's like, what? like, because she was sick, so she's at home. I've been there. I was sick a lot, and I felt, like, always weird having to go back. Like, because you don't know what happened, and, like, friendships change like you're not as close if you're not seeing people every day like you're like oh do they still like me or like I don't know Um. so I understood that she didn't really want to go back to school she'd be walking down the halls and they'd say hey Allison it's not Halloween anymore you can take your mask off I was like okay well that is basic as an insult and then so she said or they'll say hey ugly girl what's going on <laughs> that's not not a very creative insult zero points at the school for creativity maybe they should teach creative writing at the school or not allison needs a different hairstyle i I hate to come to these people on their looks when it's like this is why they're here is for being bullied the thing is, is that i think she can make different choices and really clear up a lot of this quickly the frosted lip didn't work any other lip would be great a different haircut like it just it looks like she did it it looks like what I did to my hair when I was in grade eight like it looks literally like that like she's got bangs that are really awkward and then it looks like she blow dried her hair under but like it definitely looks like she did it herself no self-respecting hairdresser I swear Her mom talks, there's, like, dates, meetings, and the school said it was happening outside of school, so they didn't give a fuck, and then it started affecting schools, and they did give a fuck, and when the second website came, she was like, okay, you can't keep her safe, she's not going back to school until you figure shit out, and then Sally's like, gets super offended. She's like, wait, you mean the school system is not changing her school? And I was like, does it matter if it was, like, all the surrounding schools have the same website? Like, I can't change it. Ultimately, okay, I'm not, again, I'm not saying it's good what happened. I'm just saying the internet actually extends beyond, like, geography and, like, school boundaries. So, like, I just don't know if that's going to really solve the problem. But, okay, I guess. I don't know what else. You're, I don't know what else you're going to do. I just... I don't know if we're going to legislate ourselves under this one. Unless... Well, okay, I guess. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Maybe that's too big a can of worms. And um, swimming lessons ended six minutes ago. So I'm on the clock now I wrap it up. I feel like this must be really long. I really liked this episode. You know what? There's no audience questions. We're almost done. And there's not an audience question in sight and I don't mind that it kind of I kind of made it easier to talk about to be honest and Sally got in some of her own stupid gems so it kind of balanced out I think um anyway at this point no Allison's supposed to start school in a week and they don't know where she's gonna go and Sally's like well I think you deserve a different school I really do. Only this time, when you get there, be tough. <laughs> that is not helpful. <laughs> you deserve a different school. Only this time, be tough. We have no more Gilda, I guess. I don't know. I mean, maybe, I don't know. She's not here. I don't know where she is. Gallivanting off with her fucking, clutching her pearls and her high heels, probably. Doctor Roger Rhodes is here instead with his stupid facial hair. He's Actually, I think I said a doctor of ministry and a family counselor for 17 years or something like that. So, what's the best way to deal with hurtful gossip, Sally asks. And then she's like, tell them! Dr. Brooks is like, he kind of talks like Bill Clinton or maybe Lindsey Graham. I didn't think those would be the same, but it kind of was hitting the same notes for me. He's like... Once you're separated, made to stand out how painful that is. So it's important to find friends to give you feedback and to support you. Oh, oh, I see. The cure to being unpopular is to find friends. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Sally explains that when she was in school, she was deeply unpopular. As 16-year-old fuddy-duddies often are, I imagine. So her mom found the second-least popular girl and made them be friends. And then two were better than one from, like, a defensive standpoint. Which, again, I don't know. That sounds like a good sound point. I don't know. Sound bite. I don't know how practical that is. Sally, she just, I mean, it's just more. I'm just, I'm not even gonna. They go back and forth. Sally's like, oh, and this type of gossip. And the doctor's like, yeah, that's terrible. Make friends, and so I was like, or this type of gossip, and he's like, yeah, make friends. Like I don't know, it just like, is that's it? Like I don't know. And then, and then I don't know what happened. We went out. To, we went out way left field. So he like points out that you wouldn't want to go to work if everyone. He's like, even adults. Like you wouldn't want to go to work if everyone just like treated you like literal piece of shit the whole time. And then Sally like gets really I don't know if it's sarcastic or like dramatic dramatic she's like, "Oh, it's true, and she throws herself back on her chair and she's like, "It's true about the show. I didn't want you to know I was like what is happening? what the fuck?" Um, then she's like, oh, Sally's like, oh, yeah, and Allison, what does your mom do for work? And Allison's like, she's an attorney. And Sally's like, hello, hello, school system, hello. She's not going to let it die, is she? And Allison's like, no, she's not. Straight to commercial. (laughs) Okay? When we get back, Sally thanks all her guests. And then she says, if you want to continue the conversation, you'll have to talk to my brother, He's my older brother, and he's bigger than you are. And then she's over the tops of her glasses looking up, up, again. She says, he handles our website, sallyjr.com, and he'll beat you up. See you down the road. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Bye. It's over. That's it. Thank you for being with me. I, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm not even sorry. Like, who can predict getting a cold as it's happening, when you're like, I'm going to record at 6, and then at 6, you start getting sick. That's just fucking perfect. Well, I hope you guys have a good two to four weeks. (laughs) I'll be back as soon as I can. Always trying to improve my timeliness with the podcast. I don't think I've ever been over a month. So, I mean, other than when I had a bit of a hiatus. But like, Anyway, I do my best. You guys know I do my best. And how much I love being here. And if you love being here and you don't mind doing a quick solid for me, if you could read and or review and or su- uh, subscribe, <laughs> um, I'll be sick, I'll be in bed, and I'll be looking out, and I'll be so happy. <laughs> so thank you. Um, that'll make me less sick, possibly. Do likes rates, reviews, and subscriptions cure colds? Let's find out, shall we? All right. Okay. Well, you can find me on Facebook at Reality Roots Pod. You can email me at realityrootspod at gmail.com. Any questions, queries, concerns, the thoughts, um, other I mean, I feel like Thoughts pretty much covers it, but, you know, if if you have something else you want to memes, I guess, on my way, feel free to do so. And until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Thank you. Okay, bye.